I am a big fan of those house flipping shows, flipper flop, uh, flip wars, flipping out. And it appears that all the Bears fans are too busy flipping out too. And I think there's a lesson here. You know, whenever you watch those shows, like I'm a lay person, I don't know what goes into making a house or flipping a house. And I'll look at something and be like, that looks like a nice house. Then you get in there, you know, they're they're rooting around. There's uh, there's mold on the baseboards. They got to redig the, the foundation or something like that. And it's very similar to the situation that Ryan Poles has found himself in. Like, why, while I should say, Ryan Pace has left a decent foundation for the Chicago Bears. He's given up the quarterback of the future, Darnell Mooney. He's given us a couple of quality running backs, some other things. Ultimately, Ryan Poles has got to be out there digging trenches, re-putting in copper wire, doing all sorts of stuff. And you know what? These kind of moves take time. And I know that it sucks to sit here and watch all these great players in the NFL get traded. And it's fun to watch all these free agents signing everywhere. And we're sitting on the outside being like, oh, do something. But that's okay. Because this is a long-term situation for the Chicago Bears. We're not going to get us back into the Super Bowl in March. It just doesn't work that way. So I know that, you know, you're a little antsy. You got some money in your pocket. You want to go spend it. The best thing to do right now is enjoy everything that is going on around you. Go get a Giordano's pizza. Go out and drink an old style. Do whatever you got to do. Watch some Cubs spring training of the White Sox or whatever it is. But just let Ryan Poles go out there and do his work. And you know what, Sammy? Let's do our work and let's start the show. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Adam Ray. The sickest Chicago Bears and fantasy football podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Welcome to the Sick Podcast. It's me, Adam Rank. We've got a huge show for you today. We're going to be bringing on Cynthia Freeland here in a couple of minutes. But first, I wanted to go over a few news and notes that even though the Bears have not been super active in free agency, they have done a, a, a nice little job. They uh, nothing Nothing extreme to get excited about, but again... Uh, listen, we're not spending the entire salary cap in one week. We're going to sit here. We're going to we're going to parcel it off a little bit. And I think a lot of folks are overlooking how great of a pick or how great of a signing Lucas Patrick was to come in and play center. That is so huge for the development of a quarterback to know that he's got a quality veteran. And Lucas Patrick is absolutely that quality veteran. Now, if you saw his interview on Bears.com, you'll know he's a fan of Reba. Yeah, that's 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 his childhood crush, Reba. And you know what? As somebody who loved Tremors, I'm here for it. Also, he did pick Duke to win the NCAA tournament, and that means that he picked Duke to beat Cal State Fullerton. I don't know how to feel about that, but I do feel that Lucas Patrick is going to be huge for us. I think that is something that we need to uh, to not overlook. So we are doing something. The Bears also put in an offer for Ryan Bates, a player none of you heard of two weeks ago, but now is the most coveted person in Chicago history. But, you know, I'm going to throw you a bone because I know somebody who's worked with the with the Buffalo Bills, and she can help us out at some point. So uh, let me tell you this. Uh, when, you know, let's not waste too much time because I'm pleased to announce, uh, pleased to welcome our guest today. I'm going to say one of my favorite people. I was going to say one of, the, one, of my, one of my favorite people from the NFL Network. I don't need to say NFL Network. I don't need a qualifier. I'm just going to say one of my favorite people. Uh, she's awesome to work with. She's whip smart. 
super funny. She's our analytics expert. You've seen her on such shows as Total Access, NFL Fantasy Live, and The Real Flagship, Game Day Morning. She is just an all-around great person. Please welcome to the show our guest, Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia, welcome to the show. So what, like what, is, hap- what is this? I take I mean, listen, back all I never the nice get- things. I know. Listen, I was sitting here being like, oh, what a nice intro. That's very kind. It's so fun to work with you. It's nice when you call me funny because you know that I am actually not very funny at all. So (laughs) I do math. Math isn't funny. Let me tell you something. You're hilarious. And this is what I like. I, I, first of all, I'm happy that you're here for a multitude of reasons. One of them being like, now people can understand. Cynthia doesn't hate me. I, I think I see that narrative on Twitter more than anything. Like people are like, there was a we were on Total Access a couple of weeks ago, and you were talking about tagging Kyler Murray, and I made what I felt was a Norm McDonald esque joke, where I'm like, "Oh, when you said tagging, I thought you meant tag on Instagram," and your reaction was so good, like Garofalo laughed. You just shot me. You played the straight man, like you should. It was so funny. Was it? It's funny. I actually think it's it's almost a little funnier that people think we don't like each other because yes. I mean, when you when the like. I it's people people need to know like before you go on TV with anyone chemistry is like really really important the energy in the room it can be some people suck the air out of it some people are yeah. mean and negative we have fake jobs we talk yeah. about fake football like and so people need to know like you are the most warm welcoming i mean the jokes you tell before we even start sometimes I'm like, please don't speak because you are all the good <laughs> stuff is coming out now. Like, you know, it's never as good the second time we do it, but it's like, you make everyone comfortable. You make everyone laugh. Like you're obviously like th- this puts aside any football knowledge, which we know you're amazing at that. But like the things that people, the intangibles, people can't really tell by just watching on TV. It's like how you are so kind and generous with everyone before we even start doing anything like that is, it is very special. And it is the reason why we laugh so hard because it is like, well, one, it's super funny, but two, it's like, you can laugh even harder with people you feel comfortable with. So that is, that is something everyone needs to know about you. Well, thank you. Don't let him fool you. He's actually very kind. Don't let him pretend he's not, he's snarky. No, no, he's very kind. She's ruining the kayfabe right now. Everybody on, everybody on Twitter wants to hate me and they always feel bad for you, but it is a lot of fun. And I think Tuesdays, our main show that we did, we did, we obviously worked together on a number of different shows, but I think Tuesday was always our favorite with you, favorite. Kimmy Checks, Patrick Claybaugh, no disrespect to uh, Marcus or Michael Frank or everybody. Everybody's great. MJD's amazing. Oh, yeah. But Tuesday, we really hit a stride. We did Chill Bra. We did a bunch of different chill things. Bra. And it was just so much fun. And it was because it's so organic because you guys are so great. And also, too, is like, and I'll be honest with you, this is the one thing, too. And I was talking to our Sammy before the show. Is I, I said it, it it's intimidating because you're you're so bright, and I know that you could poke holes in my dumb arguments all the time. And you don't do that. And you don't make me feel dumb. So I always appreciate that. But it's always well, you're uh, super smart to be funny and to be consistently funny. You have to be extra smart. So that's why I don't try to go for comedy because I'm like I'm smart to like here, but like to be funny, you have to be smart up here. I can't be saddled with that. I can't be saddled with that. You're hilarious, and the show that you do on Friday, you know, I feel bad because I didn't. I always, when I'm sitting there, when I'm always thinking about like my schedule, I'm like, oh, I got to do so much stuff. I look up at the TV and I'm like, oh, I forgot. Cynthia does like 80 yeah. more things, but I know it's Listen, not a, it's a contract year. It's a contract <laughs> year. We got to go make it happen. Got to go big. The Friday, the Friday <laughs> show that you do with Hawk and Rosenthal and Rachel, I love that too. And I forget the name. Uh, game day view. They're all called game, game day, day something. Game, game day, day something. Game day view. Game I didn't day give you enough. 
by the way, and I let Rachel know, I don't know how to contact her, but when she does her fan free agency, she's got to do the thing with the hats on the table when she picks yeah, her sure. final three. So if you can just for relay sure. that message to I her. I will, but you could probably, like, you can probably, no. I'm sure she sees yours too. No, no, no. She's like, whatever. Like, I feel like people walk in and they're like, I guess they kind of have to like placate me for a little bit. And then they're like, I don't listen. I'm like, listen to this guy. And then she takes off, no, no, which no, is fine. No, She's no. a star. Like I read a depth chart. I know how this goes. It's it's all good. Uh, but I know you have an in. I know you have an in. But let's talk a little football, though, because it's been an exciting time in the NFL. This is easily, this has been the craziest offseason, without a doubt. I don't think that there's anything that you can say about that. Not even close. Not what even is, close. What is the one move, the signing, the trading, the anything that just blew your blew the doors off the building like what was the one where you're like i can't believe this is happening you know i'm probably to say Devonte adams leaving after all this aaron Rodgers drama for over a year and then you feel like Devonte was like sort of waiting to like like oh, okay as long as i got aaron like it's gonna be cool and you know the the money seemed to be just right like it, it did not it wasn't a question of you know the, the packers didn't try to disrespect him with a low ball offer but to move to the raiders and by the way the afc west is loaded why would you want yeah. like go to an easier division what are you thinking go to the nfc east then go you to can the just eagles clop, go to the eagles you could clobber everyone like what are you talking about why go to the hardest division in all of football so that one just seemed to be i get it college reunions i, I maybe i don't know maybe it's the that i don't think there's a lot of state income tax in wisconsin but maybe yeah. like there's none in las vegas i don't know but like at the end of the day that one was the one where i'm like yeah, you knew quarterback shuffling was going to happen. And I guess a lot of people might say Deshaun Watson. That one's still interesting. That one's like a bad deal to me. Yeah, Not an interesting one, right? That one's a bad, it's just a bad deal. And then, but Devontae is interesting because it's like, okay, you just made the team a lot better, but now you're in a division where everyone's going to beat each other up. Yeah, it is crazy too. And at first you you thought with Aaron Rodgers coming back, signing a long-term deal, you're like, okay, well, Devontae <laughs> wants to stay. But then you realize, like, it makes sense that he doesn't want to be on a franchise tag because it's only a one-year deal. And if something happens, you know, it really hurts his value. So I understand. Yeah. And then, so when he gets traded, you're like, okay, like, I guess, you know, they didn't want to pay it. But then the, the Packers wanted to pay him long-term. He had just decided, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to play for the Packers anymore. Done with it. And, yeah. And, and for, you know, Bears fans, we're kind of delighted. Like, we told you Rodgers sucks. Uh Obviously not, but you know, like it, it, it is a little bit, I don't know. Like I, as a Lions fan, like, isn't it fun to see the kind of like, I know that, listen, I know that Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns, mm -hmm. but for the moment right now, it feels a little fun to watch them. Like your perfect neighbors, like you, they're having a, a knockdown drag out argument and stuff's getting thrown out on the lawn. I'm kind of enjoying it. Right. Yeah, I think that like it's and and look, I'm I'm this isn't an anti Aaron Rodgers take setting him aside, like setting it aside. I mean, he's been so freaking annoying for like two years now. <laughs> so to see him like get his favorite toy taken away, like I'm not going to lie. And it's it's not even just as a Lions fan. It's like as a human, like I understand yeah. ego is a part of football and I don't have 300 pound men running at me trying to like sack me and kill me every single place. So I understand it does take a number. You're an athlete, you know, this, like it takes a little bit of ego to just get out there and keep going. So I do have respect for that, but Holy smokes, like this guy is just seems like such a diva and all these, and, 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 and now his favorite toy is gone. Like it's kind of yeah. funny. Like it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of great. It's, it's kind of great. 
that did come off as anti Rogers, and I'm here for it, and it's not a big deal. I do. It, the, the problem is, and this is the most annoying part, is that outside of the Jordan Love pick, and I know there's probably some that I'm not thinking of. Like the Packers have drafted pretty well; they've done a sure. nice job of building a team. But I'm still going to sit here and enjoy it in the moment. And another team that made an interesting move. This one really surprised me, and it probably shouldn't have. Tyreek Hill moving on from Kansas City and. I get Devontae Adams. It's like, okay, he's going to play with Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback. I like Oh, the Derek Carr is a great quarterback. Absolutely. It's This was, again, nothing – like my Devontae Adams trade was like – I mean, Aaron Rodgers oh. first ballot Hall of Famer no matter what. Like it's it's just – and it's also a much more achievable division. Like, you know, no, hello. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, at the end of the day – like that one was why I was so surprised. Like why did you just like make it so much harder on yourself to win? So I, that was more. Not that – the Tyree Kill one's very interesting though. That's a that's the strangest one, and I'm actually probably a bigger Tua Tagovailoa fan than most people. Even that's just kind of shocking to me. He's staying in the AFC. I mean, finally we're getting somebody moving out of the AFC West, so that's a nice change. But it's still like you're going to the like the Dolphins, like of all teams. I understand, like again, no state income tax and things like that. But it's like, bro, it wasn't really that Dolphins. expensive in Kansas City. I mean, right? probably not, right? Like, um, I mean, look, interestingly. Tua Tungvaluwa only attempted like 7.1% of his passes as deep downfield passes, meaning more than 10 air yards. And that's, it was like second lowest in the NFL. That's not a great situation. Now there's like a little bit of cat and a little bit of mouse. What is it? I don't know, whatever. Like, did he have the right weapons to do that? I don't know. Jalen Waddle seemed pretty good to me, but awful O-line they brought in Teron Armstead. So that's helpful. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Tua leave. Like for whatever reason, I don't know if I think that one's like set in stone. Like, Things start looking bad, like a guy like Jimmy G's out there, a guy like Jimmy G with familiarity with the coaching staff. You just spent all of this money. Let's face it, that team is in a situation based on some off-season stuff before this new regime that they need to win now because winning cures a lot of things. So you spent all this money. You have this new coaching regime. You have this new – it's the – in my opinion, it's likely – Chris Greer's last chance, the GM, he's now had three different coaches under him. So, you know, this, at some point it has to be, the GM has to be held accountable somewhere. So it seems like they're in win now mode is two of the solution. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we could get to the beginning of the season and I know they brought in Teddy bridge, like there's, you know, there's some other things there, but I don't know if that's the solution either, but you never know. Like there are still some names out there and things could move and get, we've seen things get wacky. They could continue to get wacky. Yeah, what would you think? Like, who is there anybody that could be traded right now that would be shocking? Where you'd be like, I can't believe this is happening. I, I think like if Cooper Cup was traded tomorrow, although his contract is very agreeable to the Rams, he could easily walk into Les Snead's office and be like, pay me or trade me. Is there anybody though that you'd be like, that would just be insane if they were traded? I mean, Patrick, there's no like that would be Emma Holmes, Josh Allen. Uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, any of those, and especially in the AFC, the quarterbacking there, and obviously mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford just signed a most gigantic deal I've seen. So, you know, Matthew Stafford too, that, but all of these kind of really, really upper echelon quarterbacks, it, it would be pretty shocking if the young ones, maybe not the older ones. I wasn't super yeah. surprised to see Matt Ryan be traded, but some of the younger ones, I would be like, if, if the Bengals were also like, you know what, we can do this without Joe. No big deal. Yeah. We're good. That would be, you know, like, that would be pretty shocking. <laughs> we don't want to pay him three years from now, so why don't we just trade him? <laughs> like what? Like that? Right. But it feels that way sometimes. I wish that there was more of a 
a win now mentality. And I understand the the grand scheme of the salary cap, and it makes sense to get rid of Tyreek Hill now instead of it being a problem a couple of years from now because you're recouping picks. I just wish there was more of that, like let's win in, in the moment type of thing. Cause it it just it just seems weird to be I'm leaving Patrick Mahomes to go play for Tua. Like, is that it's so you just want to get paid? I mean, you won one championship and that's enough. Like, I don't know. That's just the mentality that I think for a lot of the lay people, we just don't really agree with, I guess, so to speak. Well, I think it's funny because some teams need to win now and some teams have established more longevity. I mean, I know, like, I know obviously it wasn't the sexiest pick, but Mitchell Trubisky being a stealer, part of the reason why we're not giving that so much scrutiny is because. Mike Tomlin has shown us that he is, in my opinion, nobody deserves to be coach of the year every single year more than that man. He has dealt with right. more crap. Like if we could make him take truth serum and tell us what he actually has dealt with, I can't even imagine. I imagine it to be like so crazy, like the stuff he's like crazy madness from that man. So, you know, it's like some teams there, you you haven't earned that and some teams you have. So the problem is, is those strategies, they get bundled up on top of each other because especially at the Dolphins, look at the crap they're dealing with. They still have bad deals from, you know, now three coaches, no, two coaches, yeah. and then now the third one. And, and it's, it's all, it compounds and sure the division feels a bit more achievable, meaning there's really the bills and then are the Patriots really good or not? Or like, yeah. you know, with the jets in the division, that at least helps because the AFC is just gnarly no matter what. But other than that, it's like, you know, none of these people have that, like Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin. I don't even know if Pete Carroll has it anymore, where you're like, Ooh, I just, I have faith, right? Like Pete Carroll's, his cupboards are entirely empty. I don't know how they're going to win very many games. So there are not very many coaches that you give that like extra rope to at this point. So I think teams should be a little bit more focused on winning. Now, even Zach Taylor, this sounds, yeah. I know he just went to the Super Bowl. If in two years they end up fourth in the division twice again, he's done. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And there's a lot of people who would say that, you know, they got very fortunate because Joe Burrow is so good that, you know, it, it kind of helped erase a lot of those problems that were. And were Lamar facing. Jackson was injured. Ben Roethlisberger yeah. was, what, what was that? He was playing with like half a human, you know, like, and it, it's just, and the, the Browns, that Baker situation, at least internally was seemed to be messy. So obviously for them to ditch him then it was messier than we knew so you know you gotta there's luck involved here too like afc is is a gauntlet the afc is so much harder than the nfc yeah there's not a lot of room for error and like it you know there's going to be teams with winning records who are not going to make the playoffs next season and you mentioned uh, a moment ago about mitch trubisky this was uh, your latest article that's on nfl.com yep. that uh, three great fits three head scratchers what are your good fits i don't know if this was the best fit but it was the first one that you mentioned Mitch yep. Trubisky going to Pittsburgh. I agree with you. I think this is a great move, but why is this going to work out? Or why is this a great fit for Mitch Trubisky? Well, first of all, I have to note that I got to write this on Wednesday, which was great because a whole bunch of other craziness happened the days after. So I got to like, like I'm very lucky that I didn't have to like analyze published, 1500. Published on, uh, on, uh, Mar on St. Patrick's Day, actually. Yes. Thank so you. Very So written on the day before. Right. So like, thank goodness. Like then we don't have like may total mayhem. Oh yeah. Cause, cause Adams happened on St. Patrick's day. That's right. Yep. So Aaron Gobra, whatever. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, I love the Mitch Trubisky fit one because the scheme that we've seen from the Steelers, you know, I talk about these legendary coaches, half of being able to develop as a quarterback is the situation that you're in. The other half is how you're able to be taught. Trubisky has great raw talent 
notes. He did not get a chance to develop them in a way that worked for him. So you saw him be good at short passes and quick passes. That's obviously something that Ben Roethlisberger used for the past two seasons, the most in the NFL. So this is a team that knows how to execute that. Also, they're revamping their O-line. And if there's one thing I'll tell you, Mike Tomlin makes wide receivers out of people who, oh, are they tight ends or not? I'm just yeah. Claypool, whatever. Like, you know, obviously he can figure out the scheme to like make people work. So to me, Mitchell Trubisky now gets the best opportunity to show what he's capable of doing and not. And by the way, I got a chance to talk to him when I was working with the Bills last summer. And this yeah. is like a very nice guy. He was the first guy we played in Chicago. He ran out, gave Justin Fields like the biggest handshake and like, hey man, blah, 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 but like super like, maybe it was all for show, but like, you know, it didn't feel like it. It felt very genuine. You know, you see, you can tell the truth when you see it. So you you can, yeah. you can recognize it. So felt like he was just very like earnest, genuine, nice human. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of reports of that. He used to hang out in Huntington Beach a lot and we would go to the same barber that I for my beard, obviously. And uh, people I was about loved to say, him. People, still people, has... all right, all right. But listen, <laughs> but, but people loved him. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah the, the quarterback of the Bears. Super was in nice. Here. So, people Super love nice. him. I, this might sound crazy, but I truly believe that he could have a Ryan Tannehill like turnaround for the Steelers in that he's probably not going to go out and throw for 5,000 yards, but he could be the kind of guy who's good enough to, to engineer an offense to get them into the playoffs. Is that a fair comparison? I, yes, it's, I mean, their skill sets are a little different just because like yeah. Tannehill, yeah, but, but I totally agree. And I actually think like, you know, you saw, I understand this is going to be a really weird comp, but he has some like Dak Prescott notes to me, which is weird, right? Mm. Cause they don't, they don't look alike, but the, yeah. the fact that Dak Prescott was able to first, he took short passes and then he took slightly more. He, he tried more intermediate then deep, then outside the numbers passes that ability to do the, the easier things first. And then the harder things second, he and Mitchell Trubisky have some similarity flags on that, you know, like totally different body types, totally different, but very interesting notes that they have the same sort of learning curve trajectory, kind of the ability to learn the easy things first and then layer in the harder ones. That's good for, that's very good for him. So I, I think this can be an, an interesting fit. Yeah. I'm excited for it. And I know that uh, I'll end up taking him. Uh, I'll be I'll be streaming them a couple of weeks uh, during fantasy season, so I'm already preparing myself for that. One of the moves that you thought was kind of a head scratcher, Christian Kirk going to Jacksonville. I know a lot of I know a lot of Bears fans. They're they want any receiver, and I remember thinking like Christian Kirk never really like nah, that that wasn't one that I was really drawn to. You don't like the fit in Jacksonville. What is what is it? Is it the contract or is it a scheme fit as well? It's both because the contract is ginormous and ginormous contracts mean ginormous expectations for a guy who on, and it's nothing like against Christian Kirk. I, I, I don't know him. He seems like a nice kid, but you know, the, his performance in the slot, his production in the slot has been dramatically better. And by the way, this season, it was better. And you know, what was different. Well, Deandre Hopkins was What's like that? more healthy, uh, uh whatever he was there more whether or not he was healthy we don't know right so yeah. the the reality is is on outside routes so the entire route tree he does not have the type of entire route tree production that you would imagine from a guy who's getting paid 72 million dollars over four years like that is just a out of alignment contract and the jags have that money now 
but yeah. that doesn't like that's not helpful. And also, you you spend all of it in this first wave of free agency. Like, where's your outside receiver? Like, wh- who are you going to get to do that? You need that because Christian Kirk, his body type does not suggest that every like you go up against a big corner or a big safety or even like a coverage linebacker that's really gnarly. Uh-uh. Like, he just he's not that big. Like, he just doesn't he doesn't have some of the things that would select for continued success and production across the entire field, which is what you would need from that contract. And by the way, though, it is kind of, so like the people who should be writing him a thank you note are probably it's like, cause like, you know, I'm sure Tyreek Hill saw that contract and he was like, Oh yeah. You're, you're going to give him that. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. So whoever ends up. So I guess maybe the chiefs, if they can make those draft picks turn into good players, then they can say thank you because it, it forced an overpay in Miami by like, it put a huge comp in the marketplace that, not a not 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 favorable for Miami's pocketbook. Yeah, it's like one of those house flipping shows. Once one of those houses appraises for a lot of money, it raises the prices of the other homes exactly. in the neighborhood. All what are these you supposed players... to buy the cheapest house in the nicest neighborhood? Is that the thing? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. It, it didn't make sense, and I and I know it. It frustrates Bears fans because they're like, "Well, who are we signing?" It's like, "Well, there's still a draft." You know, uh, I went still... to college with Ryan Poles, right? You know, like we were at BC at the same time. He and I, we went Stop to Marianne's, it. the local watering hole quite a bit you did what do we think of polls though so obviously you're a little bit biased i uh i personally when he was hired i thought that was a i I liked it i liked the kid that was in uh indianapolis that i was in i was in favor of but once ryan polls just seemed to really impress everybody and i think that the way that he's approached this offseason has been the best possible approach so i'm a huge fan what have you what have you seen from your fellow bc alumnus so off seasons are marathons, not sprints. If you notice this season, what like we were on, we, we were Scott Peel and I were talking yesterday, and he he used my he used my Warren Buffett quote, right? Like be mm-hmm. greedy when other people are being fearful, and be fearful when other people are being greedy. Obviously, Warren Buffett is talking about making investments in the stock market, and it can actually use the same thing here for free agency. Ultimately, some of these teams that have sat back and have not like gone out and gotten the biggest splashiest name and overpaid, like the Jags, like spent their entire. Like the, the Jags, I don't know. I don't understand their strategy, yeah. right? And then now it seems like the Dolphins are doing something quite similar, but only on one side of the ball. Like, where's your other corner? What, what's going on? Anyway, so, you know, it's, this strategy needs to be cohesive. So I'm going to, I will, I, I will be fair because I like the strategy of sitting back and waiting and creating a good opportunity. When you have a quarterback and when mm-hmm. you have some of the, the intangibles, I think a lot of the cuts that they've made have been very smart although probably very hard to do and that clears the space for the opportunity to bring in the right mix of other people so i think the bears are fine i'm not when you have a quarterback your life is different when you don't have a quarterback you have to scramble and i'm not suggesting justin fields has proved to me that he's a world beater and whatever but they have the the strategy is justin fields is a starter we will build around him so that's great you can make a cohesive strategy with that in mind so i i'm I'm reserving you know we'll, we'll talk about it september 1 what really happens, but ultimately, you know, when those final round of cuts are down and you have 53 man roster, but bears fans shouldn't be freaking out that some of these bigger names have gone because a lot of that. And what I've looked at has looked like overpays for me. A lot yeah. of them. I, there have not been many where I've been like, you know, I, Oh, R- Russell Gage. That was a good deal for the, for the bucks. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, all right. Like <laughs> tagging Jesse Bates. That was really smart for the Bengals, but 100%. like, you know, you know, like there's like, that's, that's, there are more things that are good selections than there are. I've seen way too many that are like, this is 
monstrous amount. Like Deshaun Watson, whether personal stuff aside, that right. deal is so stupid. And I like Andrew Barry a lot, but that is the yeah. stupidest, dumbest deal I've seen. And the Browns, I'm a Lions fan. I get it. I'm allowed to say this. Browns will pay for that for quite a, a long time. They'll, yeah. But back to mediocrity, Browns. All things being equal, if you were just going based on performance on the field, that's still an excessive amount to give up for a Look at the production for when Deshaun Watson – you know why he's a great fantasy quarterback? Because he got a lot of garbage stats Garbage stuff, yeah. Garbage. Watch first down. Watch second down after a bad first down. That's where I really get a lot of information about the growth and development of a quarterback, right? What do you do on second down after you your first down hasn't worked, right? When you're first, second and 10, just watch second and tens. When their head's going like this all the time, not ideal. I'm not suggesting Deshaun Watson isn't really, really good because he is. He's right. a good football player. But I don't think he's a, he's he doesn't deserve to get paid more than Aaron or Patrick or any of right. ones. No way, yeah. no how, no dice. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're giving up that package for, like you said, Aaron Rodgers, I think like okay, like that, I get it, like that makes There's sense. There's a few. There's a few who make sense. Hell, even Josh Allen makes more sense to me than oh we haven't God, seen yeah. Deshaun. Deshaun Watson hasn't taken a hit in a year. That yeah. that is not, and he hasn't gotten hit by T.J. Watt in a year, and he hasn't gotten hit by you know like these are these are not um they're not he, he's not an easy to he again he's not in the NFC East this season maybe that would be a better spot for winning and selecting <sighs> yeah, for wins. Yeah, going to the NFC North is not an ideal situation. Yeah, and no, I'm, see ya. I, I don't know, and I know that a lot of people don't like Baker Mayfield for a multitude of reasons, but I'm like, he's still got like, they had a playoff win with him, which is I think more than you can say about the Texans. So, but I also not- the caps going up significantly next season. You didn't have to make a decision about paying Baker this season. Give it one more. I yeah. look people who this past combine, Kevin Stefanski totally changed my opinion about that human being. He is not that I did. I didn't know him before. And I got a chance to speak to him and really talk about, he is awesome. A plus human being really like Kevin Stefanski, Matt LaFleur on the other hand, I, I do know him and I saw a change in that man and pfft, totally down. I don't like him. I don't Good. even say that. Club. Good. I'm, I'm, I, I'm pretty him. convinced too. Him and, and his eyebrows. Come on. Oh, so well manicured. <laughs> manicured as the field of Lambeau field. Oh, I, and listen, he was raising one of those eyebrows at me. There was a strong Packers contingent at NFL honors that if I didn't know better, I'm pretty sure they were they were they were staring at me, and I'm like, listen, I'm like, I'm a they character should. on a I'm a character on a let TV him, show. Let them stare, like, whatever, you know? whatever. And it's so true because when you have the quarter, and I, that's the one thing about Justin. I, funny enough, there were Bear fans who were like, should we, you know, be considering trading Justin Fields for Deshaun Watson? You're like, no, uh, no. The thing is, is like, but that's the whole thing. Is like when you have, and it, and like you said, it's not, it's not a, and this is the one thing that like the Viking fans like to point out, like, oh, look at you guys anointing Justin. Fields. Like, it's not about anointing him, but it's going into the season like he's the unquestioned number one. Like, there's nothing about it. He's the number one guy. Give it a real chip. Like, it's it's not to say, like, it's not to, we're not crowning him. Like, there's no, no, you know, right? Like, there's no, like, I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not, nope. But if you go in and you create a cohesive strategy for the set of skills that a quarterback has, you will get more wins. It just happens. It just, yeah. they did that for Joe Burrow. I mean, they could have given him a better O-line, but they brought his receiver from college who he was comfortable yeah. with. And that made a huge world of difference. And by the way, those first four or five games, that was a, when Jamar Chase was just catching, he he could see the ball finally. We talked about that a lot. Yeah. But uh, you know, he could finally see the ball and he could catch it. And these deep passes, 
deep passes change the game. You got a guy you have chemistry with already. Okay. And then we saw that lull from Jamar Chase, then he picked it back up. But you know, that you, you get a you get a lead out like that. And and that stuff, that stuff really, really helps you. So select for the stuff that makes your guy work. Do it. And I, get and get I get Ryan Bates for the get Ryan Bates for for Justin Fields. No, that's what I you know, and honestly, I think that Ryan Poles is that's exactly what he's doing. And that's exactly the way I can't wait. I honestly though, I can't wait till he trades down in the second round and people just really lose their minds. Like, what is he doing? But it's like, you no, gotta he's build, good. he's good. You got, he's you good. gotta build, a, gotta build a full roster. He's going to be fine. One of the got signings that he made recently, and I know that you're, uh, you're up against the clock here, but I did want to get it, get your perspective on this because you do work with the bills. Uh, Ryan Bates was signed, uh, reportedly signed an offer sheet with the Chicago bears to possibly. Let's join go. The team. That's a great pick. I, what do you think? Like, honestly, and here's the thing too. Like, Two weeks ago, nobody in Chicago had ever heard of him. Now, the most beloved <laughs> Chicago athlete outside of uh, Jordan, Jordan. Uh, Peyton, and CM Punk, and then it's then it's Ryan Bates there, right at number four. Uh, what do we what do we know about him? We know that he's better in pass pro than he is against it, than run blocking, but not significantly. He's had really strong seasons. Interior O linemen are really hard to judge, but they're super, super, super important. Remember, when you had Ryan Pace, he came from that Saints model. And the Saints model was to build with the guards and then like let the tackles not be as good because remember they he had been used to a shorter quarterback in Drew Brees, which yeah. is hilarious because he's not even short anymore. But you know, they had built from the guards out. Some people have that philosophy, some people take tackles in whatever doesn't matter if you're finding and paying the right price which i like the bates contract the Bates contract is good the bills didn't get rid of him the bills have cap casualties they brought in von miller you know in buffalo yeah. and in that division one of the things that remember when your head coach is a defensive-minded head coach and your defense has some holes you typically see the gm give the coach what they want that's just life that's just how it works so bringing in a Von Miller. And by the way, that contract is much, much better structured than whatever an agent reports because yeah. the agent, whatever. So it's not a crazy bad contract for them. They need to bring in a corner. They've got some, they've got some things that they're looking at, right? So he was more of a cap casualty because the cap only went up to 208.2 or whatever, you know, 208.2 million, which sounds like a lot, but it's not in football terms. So, you know, you have to make cuts where you do them. And they, they had to figure out the guard position for themselves and a different way because they've got a different quarterback than the one that the bears have. This is a better fit for Justin Fields. I know both quarterbacks are mobile, but Justin Fields, he doesn't Josh Allen has several more years with touch. They throw the ball on all of the downs. Like the bills love to throw the ball. The bears will use run concepts more frequently. The new coach, the, the new regime here will, will create concepts that reflect more of a balanced run pass situation. Bills are an outlier. They were an outlier. Brian Dable, they will continue to be an outlier. Same people in place. So it's just like, they're not getting rid of it. We're not getting someone else's used right. situation. We're getting, you're getting someone else's like, it's a better fit here for him, in my opinion. I'd love to hear that. And I hope that means that the bills are not going to be matching that contract. And I'm sure Ryan Poles set it up to make it difficult for the bills uh, to try to match mm -hmm. it this season. And you know what? And right there, if you get Patrick and you get Bates, well, now you've already rebuilt two fifths of your offensive line. You got rid of some of the big, like Mustafer's gone. That if Eddie's gone, like that, just getting rid of those guys, fit wise, just improves your team as it is. And so hopefully yeah. that'll 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 calm down people for a couple of months or a couple of weeks, a couple of days, maybe a couple of hours. I don't know. Uh, maybe the Cubs. Will Listen, be I spent a lot of time in Chicago. I I love the good Chicago spirit. I don't care. Like it'll calm people down until the weather turns just nice enough for Chicago to turn into fake South Beach for like. 
10 minutes, you go to a Cubs game, it's like 62 degrees, yes. everyone's like taking their shirts off. <laughs> yes. Everybody's <laughs> bare chested. They look like they look like Anthony Kiedis and Flea out there. It's amazing. It's an amazing time of year when that happens. But listen, <laughs> it's also an amazing time of year whenever you're gracing us on the television screen. Want to let everybody know that if you did not watch NFL Fantasy Live this evening, that show is probably going to be replayed multiple like times. Six, six or seven times, probably. So go catch it. Go check her out. No rank, but Cynthia. So that's probably a better deal for everybody. When are you back on TA? I'm on I'm on TA Tomorrow. Friday. And, okay, so we're on TA Friday, Friday, Friday. And I'm on yes. the Monday show, the 28th. So, so we'll be back I'm together on Friday, again. And then Wednesdays and Fridays are my TA days for the next oh. few weeks. Okay. And I do a lot of Fridays too. So I will Perfect. be seeing Fridays you. Fridays with soon. rank. Love it. Yeah. It's always a lot of fun. But thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. I hope it. that we can uh, twist like your arm to come back at some. I I love it. I honestly, I, I would listen if I if you didn't have to run. I don't want I don't want Mossy and the the fantasy staff mad at me because I kept you too long. But you know, at some point we'll bring you back and we'll talk about some of the stuff that the Lions are doing. I kind of I don't know. I I kind of fear the Lions a little bit. Um, I shouldn't, but I no, do. I mean, I listen, about, I'm not gonna lie though. Everybody looks good in Honolulu blue. It's it like is such a great, a great color. color. So the yeah. Lions are lovable losers. They've got great colors. That's about it. That's all you really need to know. I think that's the key. If you're a terrible team, if your uniforms are dope, I think that's all you really need. We have dope uniforms. Nobody nobody can touch me on that. They have especially the grays. Oh, it's so good. Oh. And once they stopped wearing the black uniforms, like, thank you. Like, dope. dope. You. It was a nice little trend in the 90s where everybody had to have a black uniform. Nope. Glad that, glad that is now gone and you're back to the Honolulu blue as God intended. No. But in any event, we want to thank you once again for being our guest here today. Yes. We'll see you very thank soon. You. Check around on NFL Fantasy Live. Check around on Total Access on Friday with me. And uh, we'll see you soon, Cynthia. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, my friend. All right. Thank you. There she goes. The great Cynthia Freeland. I got to tell you, delightful conversation. She knows her stuff. She makes everybody smarter. She's a delightful person. And so hopefully you're checking her out on Twitter and Instagram following her there follow her work on nfl.com you can check it out at nfl.com slash freeland f-r-e-l-u-n-d go back and check out all of her work and of course uh all over the nfl network now before i let you go i do want to mention one thing we talked about some of the signings you have to understand that ryan poles has to build out a roster that'll include 90 people going into camp and not everybody is going to be a slam dunk and you know I think that everybody needs to understand that some of these signings are what they are, regardless of what the social media team has to put out there. And what I'm talking about is Dozier, we stole from the Vikings the other day. And this is a tweet that came out. Sammy, do we have the tweet? Can we show the people? Listen, got ourselves a bull Dozier. Now, this is not the code of Dozier is not necessarily going to start for the Bears. He might not even make the roster. But these poor kids who work in the social de media department, first of all, they have no say in personnel decisions. And yet you're all questioning them. Like they're Ryan Poles himself. Where Where's the signings? Why didn't we give Christian Kirk 100 mil? Like, no, these are kids trying to make clever content. And you know what? And you can see right there, there's a little watermark. It's, it's sponsored by Hyundai. So obviously, this is a paid sponsorship. Anytime the Bears make a signing, they need to tweet out this welcome message with the with the with the Hyundai. It's part of their agreement. And this this poor kid was very clever, a bulldozer. That's funny. Don't get upset. Stop slam. I don't want to. And listen, some of my friends have done this, and I've told them 
I've told them privately. I'm telling you all publicly, leave our social media team alone. They do a great job. They're constricted. You're, you're confined by what you're able to do when you work for a team. You know, it's not like when you work, it's not like uh, like PTF commenter or Big Cat or any of those guys who can go out and say whatever the hell they want because they have no overhead, no bosses, nothing like that. These poor kids are just trying to make a living. They got a dream job working for the NFL, for an NFL team, one of the marquee franchises, and they're just trying to make content to entertain people. Don't take it so seriously. Please, please cut them a break. And of course, you know, you want to have your, your opinions on Ryan Poles and what he's doing. That's fine. Leave these kids alone. That's, all, that's, that's the dad in me coming out telling everybody, leave my kids alone. But at any rate, they do a great job. And you know who else does a great job? Cynthia Freeland. Thanks to her for stopping by. Sammy does a great job for us rolling the show and, and getting it out there. So appreciate everybody watching and listening today. Make sure you've downloaded, liked, subscribed, comment, share it with a friend, do whatever. Listen, tell your friends. I know that I know that Wolf's listening right now and he's like, he's a big Cynthia Freeland fan. He's going to share it with people. Why don't you share it? Be like, I didn't realize Cynthia was so delightful. And oh, by the way, she doesn't hate rank. So in any event, thanks to everybody for, for liking and subscribing and doing all that stuff. And uh, you know what, Sammy? Why don't you just play us out? And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.